Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast that delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. You are joined by me, Graham Bailey. Get me at Graham Bailey. And also Craig Honeyman. You can get him at Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Yeah, really good, Graham. I'm glad that domestic football is back this coming weekend as although I enjoyed the international break, I do miss the uh, the, 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 the blood and thunder of uh, our English domestic game. Yeah, the Premier League is back this weekend with the Championship. A glut of games coming over the next six weeks. I think some clubs are playing 12 games, Craig, over the next six weeks. So there's going to be a lot of action to look forward to. The transfer window hasn't quite got going yet, has it, Craig? But I suspect it will do with the World Cup not too far away. But it's keeping me a bit busy. So go and check out all the stories I've done on Twitter if you want to. We won't be discussing too many transfers today, Craig. We're going to be looking at Nations League, Craig. I know you're a big fan of them. I'm not so sure. But it was a bit different this time around, wasn't it? Because it was a yeah. complete World Cup build-up. England um, relegated from the Nations League group. Um, but it was all about, I think, Craig, more interesting to me, was the teams that Gareth was picking and yeah. the lineups. And I know we spoke off-pod where um, I actually liked the team, especially the Italy team with Saka at wing-back. Yeah, um, Bellingham Foden, a big part of the team. I, I like the way the team worked out, Craig. Um, do you think? I think it's a bit where I quite like the team, but is is that is that a Gareth Southgate team? Are we thinking can Gareth Southgate manage a team like that? Is picked or is he better off? Which I I think I'm coming around to this now, Craig. Unfortunately, I'm, I would rather just Gareth pick the team that he thinks and he wants to manage. So maybe go into the defensive team. Not what I would do, but I think Gareth might be better off going back to what he did at the Euros sort of thing. You mean where we got to the final of the Euros, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. And, and the two holding midfielders and just just let him get on with yeah. it. Yeah, I, I I I think listen, I, it was really interesting during the week. Um, which kind of justifies my my position and, and kind of comes along to what you've just said. In the, There was Danny Murphy talking on TalkSport um, and he, he was completely contradicting what we said, but he contradicted himself. He said, England's best players are all attacking players. Uh, we're not very good defensively, so we need more attacking players on the pitch. I'm like, no, we need more defenders on the pitch. We need those. We need that double pivot in midfield because the centre-backs, we haven't got a John Terry, a Rio Ferdinand, a Saul Campbell. You know, mm-hmm. we've got we've got John Stones and 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 Kyle Walker and 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 Harry Maguire. Um, and without being disrespectful to those players, they're not at the level of these other guys. Kyle Walker's probably the only player, Graham, in our current squad that would get into the starting eleven of previous tournaments. You know, the mm-hmm. the golden generations, if you like. Um, yeah, that, that's that, yeah. that's maybe Harry Kane at a push, but would you pick Kane ahead of Shearer and, and Rooney? I probably wouldn't. No, it's probably he's good. He's probably as good as, but no yeah. better, isn't it? Yeah. And I, to- I totally agree, Craig. And I think the thing with this is, you know, I think Gareth's. I've I've said this before. It's not a real criticism. He's a media manager. He does like to try and please people. I think now just. I don't think he does, Graham. I don't. I don't. He tries to please anyone. I think. I I, I said. I've always thought that, but. I think now, just let him get on with it. You know, it is what it is now. He, he knows the players he trusts. He knows the players he wants. And in, in, in that terms, in terms of players he trusts and he wants, I, and I was disappointed that, as you know, you like Tammy a bit more than me and Tony stuff. Craig, in that second game, um, where we, he gave Ford and Bellingham the chances, they did, they did okay. I don't think it's enough for them to start in Qatar, but they did the job. I think, I think Bellingham starts. Them. I think Bellingham starts. Bellingham was the best player against Germany. I think it was great, but I just don't think Gareth will start him. But I do. In terms, okay, well, but in terms of someone like Tammy Abraham, why didn't he start that second game, Craig? I, I think the pressure came on the team to get a result after the performance and result in Italy. Listen, we, we the, it, it, Italy, 
And 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 this annoys me a little bit, Graham. Right? Um, the, the the UK media were just saying how bad Italy are. Italy have just won the Euros, right? Raspadori, one of my favourite players, Greg. I was I love Raspadori, and to say it didn't surprise me to see him scoring that game. That was a brilliant goal, Graham, as well. It was absolutely his touch, the way he cut across the ball and struck it into the opposite corner. It was a moment of magic. And sadly, when they, when they haven't heard of a lot of these players, Craig, they get a bit snobby, don't they? If they haven't they heard of this player, yeah, they, they think do. he's not a good player. And it was almost like, how was he scored against England? Like it was a wonderful goal. Do you know, has a good player. Isn't yeah, it? and 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 look, unfortunately, our players uh, against Italy didn't fire. But I don't think we we were out of the game. Don't think we were we were we, we said, were like by, by Italy. I, I loved and and you know I, I love Sakharov. Like if I was. I love Sakharov left wing back. I know it's not his best position, probably, but I think in this England squad. I think he's better than Chilwell at the moment at left wing back. I think he's better than Luke Shaw at any moment at left wing back. I think Saka and James is, would be mouthwatering. I don't think he'll do it in Qatar, but I, I appreciated him trying it. No, listen, I, we've said for a long time that we both like Saka as a, an option for wing back. The, real, the reality is, Graham, um, Saka has been miles more effective in an England shirt than Phil Foden, who disappointed yet again in an England shirt. And I think if, if we if we have a front three, which is Sterling, Saka, and Kane. I think that's frightening. I think I think the two wide players have got pace to burn and will cause any defence in the world problems. And I think Harry Kane, as a striker, give him a chance and invariably he'll finish. Uh, Reese James and Shaw are, are wing backs. I've got no problems with that. Bellingham and Rice in, in midfield, I'm really excited by. What happens if Luke Shaw doesn't? What was say, say I said they've got nine or 12 games, Greg. If Luke Shaw only starts two games, that's not an yeah. issue now. Did, not, 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 for, not, not, not for me, no. <laughs> no, it, 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 Graham, it really isn't. And I, th- I think some of them would, would go in. I, I think if you look at Maguire and Shaw, they almost go into the World Cup fresh right, compared yeah. to other players. I don't, just... have See, I don't have a problem with Maguire. I, mean, I, mean, you, I don't have a problem with him. You've just, just said that you know, there's, there's 12 games you've played in, in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so the, the reality is Maguire and Shaw might play three or four of those games simply because of the number of games. Uh, yeah. and, and for me, that, that's, that's great. Get them, get them involved. The one player that I, I think you know, really impressed me, Graham, was Eric Dyer. You know, coming back in out of being in the international wilderness for for a while, didn't put a foot wrong. Thought thought he no. was. Thought he was exactly. I'll be delighted at that because he's always been a Dyer fan as well. Yeah. Dyer's been yeah. so. I think that'll that'll help that cement Dyer's place on the plane. But I think being in that squad got him there anyway. Um, it doesn't really tell us much about the Abraham Tony situation, and it might it might very well come to his next six weeks. Out, yeah. it might be a shoot a, fight, a shootout between them. You know, whoever scores the most goals might it might, might go. Yeah, um, like, so, I, I think Abraham's got the got the edge. He's played for England. So, yeah. he, I, I he scored for England. Have, I would have liked to have seen him start one of the games, Craig. Because I don't you know why, Craig. And I say this: obviously, Kane's going to start. But you know, if Kane goes over his ankle, touch wood, it doesn't yeah. happen. Well, in the first game, you need to, like you, you're throwing someone out there who doesn't have a competitive start. And I would have liked to have seen Abraham giving that start against against one of the two, just to give him that option. You know, Graham, I, I, I think. We all know what Tammy Abraham offers, and he does offer goals for for England as well. I, I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of mm. Tammy Abraham. All, all, always have been. I think he was vastly underrated and undervalued at uh, at Chelsea. Um, and I'm glad that he's playing. I'm glad that he's playing a, abroad. He's played international football for England at all levels, up to mm. the the full national team. Um, and look, it could be that if Harry Kane does go over on his ankle or get pick up an injury, whatever it may be, during the tournament, 
that he really steps forward and becomes our talisman. I, I've got, if they, if they win the first two games, Craig, you've got that option to play him in the third one. You've already won the group. And that in, in this group, that's what England should be doing anyway, really. Um so yeah, and obviously Mason Mount, I think, Craig. I think I think he has got a great chance of starting that first game on the right hand side. I think he, he came on and showed he, he's got a real knack of doing stuff at the national level. Listen, I, I listen, I I, I think Saka and Sterling start in the wide areas, Graham. Saka on the right, Sterling on the left. That's what I think. Mason Mount came on on the left hand side against Germany and did very well. Took his goal exceptionally well. He's he's a, he's a technician. He hasn't started the season particularly well for Chelsea. Chelsea haven't started the season particularly well anyway. No, no. Um, but you know Mason Mount's got no goals and no assists uh, so far this season. But you know I think he got ten goals and ten assists last season. Which he's listen. He's what was he Mason Mount now twenty. 24, um, 20, 25, maybe. Listen, he's like, I, th- yeah, I think he's a bit younger. Yeah, he's, I, he's, he's got a lot of things on his He's, he's an exceptional, he's, yeah, he's an exceptionally te- technically he's gifted player. He's going to be involved, isn't he? He's of course he be, is. He's going to play a big part. One player who wasn't involved in the final game, Craig, and, and isn't a surprise to me and you because we've we, we, we've read, not read the tea leaves, but you know, it's not hard to see what Gareth um, thinking and stances on this. Um, obviously, Trent Alexander Arnold wasn't involved. No. Nope. Um, and, and, I, I'm not sure that he makes it the 26. Craig, we both said this before. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a big media push, you know, from like Sir Henry Winter, etc. Really, um, doing. But you know, what's the? There's no point in taking um, a third right back if he's not going to play. So you may, you may as well take an extra forward, an extra centre half. I, I just don't see room for him in the squad, Craig. Neither, neither do I, Graham. And, and and look, we we're either going to play with a back three or a back back four. We know that. So mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Walker, hundred percent goals. Reese James, hundred percent goals, and probably Trippier goes ahead of yeah. ahead of. And, Trent. and then you got Sean Chilwell. So the yeah. backs are done. Aren't they? And, yeah, and then yeah. in terms of a player who you love, Craig, in terms of this um, coming on and making the change, I'd rather bring Ward Prowse on. Hundred percent set pieces. Hundred percent. Um, and yeah, so there we go. Okay, so we don't think much has changed, do we? From we haven't learned too much from these games, Craig. No, it's great, great. I tell you what, I learned, uh, and 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 genuinely did the the kind of the the media perception uh, of of England. Um, Henry Winter in particular. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop Henry because um, he, he he was basically hugely critical of the team of Southgate. He wasn't critical of the team. He was critical of the manager uh, and and not picking the likes of Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah, he, he really went into it and put about with Trent, didn't he? Yeah, yeah and I'm just like, what planet are you from? I, I look at I look at this squad of players, and as a team, we are a more effective team than previous generations, right? Mm-hmm. Without the exceptional individually talented players, there's no Rooney, there's no Owen, there's no Beckham, there's no Scholes. There's no Lampard, there's no Gerard, there's no Ferdinand Campbell, there's no there's no Ashley Cole, right? Um, you know, I, I I don't know where these guys are coming from, as if we are this this nation of wonderfully attacking, gifted football players. World, world class world class players, Craig. You mentioned all those world class players there. At the moment, what do we think? England got two, maybe world class. In, in, potentially, we've got quite a lot. But yeah, as I, it stands, think... world class players. How many think we got two? James and Kane. I'd say Kyle Walker. I think Kyle Walker could play right back for any team in the world. Yep, yep. Sure. Right. And probably Harry Kane. And that's Not that's Reece it. James. Reece James, maybe. Reese James potentially. Listen, Jude, the, the potential ones, the likes of Jude Bellingham, Phil Ford, and yeah, yeah. Uh, miss, you know, miss, those are the ones with, yeah. but yeah. Phil Ford has never performed in an England shirt. He he, he had, I'm his biggest fan, Graham. We both are. 
we are except you know we, we are and have been you know drumming the Phil Ford and uh drum for, for, for some time. It was uh, just too safe, wasn't it, Craig? The everything the, he did was safe. The, everything 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 was uh, you just want him to be like he, he's got everything like a young Gascoigne had I'd have loved to him love to him to see him play a bit more century. He doesn't he doesn't travel with the ball, Greg. He yeah. doesn't travel the ball, he cuts back inside I'd, and passes it simple. Yeah, I'd love to him saying just just play like you do for City, Phil. Just go out there, for, give him a free roll. But hey, uh, but, Graham, but Graham, the reason he plays differently, we said this is, is he's got Bernardo Silva next to him, Kevin De Bruyne, yeah. Gundogan. He's got yeah. all these world class players, Rodri around him. He doesn't have that for England, no. and that that is the re- if we pick Graham right, a Premier League eleven. If we if we sit here and pick the best eleven players in the Premier League, how many of them are English? Yeah, apart from the right right backers, obviously. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah, there's not there's That's not, it. Yeah, yeah, there's not many men. So well, maybe Kane. I think it's the same answer, isn't it? It's maybe Kane. He's as good as Kane's as good as but, so, strikers, but, but, but yeah. if you if you pick if you pick a team, yeah, pick you pick a team oh, yeah. now of Premier League eleven and you had the choice of Kane or Haaland, I'm picking Haaland all day long. So what you just segued beautifully our last question, Craig, there actually. Um did you see the reports, Craig, about the um the all not the all-star game, but the all-star leagues? So does the um the potential of a Premier Graham, League 11 it, it, facing it, it, a La Liga 11. Graham, it's something I've called for years and years. Go back through my Twitter and you will see. I have suggested that this would be more entertaining than England v Spain or England v Germany. Premier League versus La Liga, Premier League versus Bundesliga, Premier League versus Serie A, it would be magnificent. I think FIFA and UEFA would be absolutely quaking in their boots at the prospect of this, because they wouldn't govern it. It would be, it would be outside of their jurisdiction, mm-hmm. and they would... They, honestly, I think it's driven by private equity companies getting involved in football, TV. Uh, I, I think, I personally think it would be magnificent, because yeah. international football is no longer the pinnacle, right? If we look at the those those teams that are regularly in the, in the, in the last four of the Champions League, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Manchester City, they would beat Germany, France, England, Italy. No doubt about it. No doubt. Wasn't that always the case, though? I don't think so. Mm. Uh, if, you go, if, you, if, you go, if you go back 20, 30 years, Graham, the international teams were the pinnacle. They were. If you were playing for France, then, or, or you know, World Ch- that, that Remember that Spanish team that won the Euros, World Cup Euros? Mm. They were out, they would have beaten any team in the world that was a lot of it though wasn't it we didn't have as many international games as we do now and I think it's a great idea I agree with you I'd like to see it I don't think it'll ever happen purely because of the you know if Phil Foden breaks his leg who pays for him insurance I'd love to see it happen but yeah, yeah, but um, it's a good idea. It's it's got more legs to it than the North East South Premier League idea. So hey, you never know. Never say never say never in the world of sport and football, especially when Todd Burley's involved. I agree. With uh, on, 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 on that, listen, it's funny. I I, I told you off. I watched the the Gary Neville, um, Paul Scholes overlap thing yesterday. Um, it was it was it was entertaining. But the the Paul Scholes, he's a funny, he's a, Paul, he's a funny guy, isn't he, Paul? Scholes? Yeah, listen, well, you know what what he's what he's openly said, Graham, is he 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 didn't ever think he performed well for England. Mm-hmm. Talked about playing on the left, and he went, "Well, I played on the left for Man United. That's not an excuse, mm-hmm. right?" I, I, you know, he he didn't perform well for England, but then they talked about the so-called golden generation, mm-hmm. and Paul Scholes has said the rest of the world must have been laughing at us, must have been laughing at us. This this England golden generation. Then they talked about the the Brazil team that knocked us out of the World Cup. He said that team had 
Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Rivaldo, he just he, Roberto Carlos, Cafu. He went, if we were a golden generation, what were they? A platinum generation. Mm. It's so true. Brutally honest, yeah. Go and have a listen to that. It's up now overlap on YouTube anywhere else. But yeah, Paul Scholes, he's a he's brutally he was honest. Good. He and, was yeah, really he's, good. He's, he's, really he's good. cracking. He's really good. He's really some really funny tales he has to tell. He's very dry, eh? Yeah, he is. He's exactly how you imagine. Where he's not putting it on for the press and stuff. And you see, no. you see Gary Neville who's interviewing him a bit. He he's very he's very polished now, isn't he? Gary he knows a few things not to say, but yeah, he, he yeah. Paul is not um he's not polished, but it's better that way, isn't it? You get the real truth. You get the I I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize he had a a, a severely autistic son, um, mm. and he talks very openly about that and how that impacted his format. At Manchester United, how it impacted his life. Um, you know, I think he's well, I know he's 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 around 17 now, his boy, and still still obviously has the, the same issues. They just deal with it uh, in a different way through through their own education, understanding that obviously he is autistic and mm. how that's actually inspired other families as well. So that, just just for that, it was it's worthy, it's worth actually a watch. I, I did know that only purely because of my wife um loves Paddy McGinnis and so it was the Paddy McGinnis documentary. He did talk to Paul Scholes actually because they've both got autistic kids. Right. Um and actually talked to him so that um it was a really good document oh, last Christmas I think it was but yeah that was fascinating. So yeah I had seen that. Um but right so the Premier League is back as you said Craig we've got yes. one, two, three, four, five televised games this weekend. So let's Get started, shall we? It is Derby weekend in the Premier League. We have a North London Derby, we have a Manchester Derby, and we have an East Midlands Derby all yeah. on a different days. So it's a cracking schedule. Let's kick off with the North London Derby, Craig. This is taking place, as we know, at the Emirates. It can't take place at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, can it, Craig, this weekend, as you know, because the NFL is in town this weekend as the, as the Minnesota Vikings take on the New Orleans Saints. Is that sold out, Graham? Yes, it will be, Craig. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. I actually said I saw the Minnesota Vikings play my own Cleveland Browns a few years ago. It was at Twickenham. I saw that. Um, so I won't be watching that game because I only f- watch my own Browns play. So come on, the Browns we take on the Falcons this weekend. But North London derby time, Craig. Arsenal Tottenham at the Emirates. Yeah. This one is a top of the table clash as well. Yeah. Um, Arsenal are currently top of the table um, on eighteen points. Tottenham one point further back on seventeen. A huge game this one, Craig. Arsenal yeah. top of the. Um, the form table um, and Tottenham just behind them at the draws of West Ham and Chelsea. Um, this is going to, this should be a cracker, Craig, as long as everyone be. comes back from international break. Um, Gabriel Jesus, who didn't go away with Brazil, Craig, um, he looks like he's got a real battle on his hands getting that Brazil squad yeah. after, after Richarlison. Um, played number nine for Brazil. I think it was three goals in two games. He scored. It was. He, he, he is the toast of uh, Brazil at the minute, Richarlison. So, um, will we see Richarlison in this game? Intra- talking to Tottenham, Craig, obviously, do we think, do you think that Son will get back after that astonishing hat-trick he scored where he came on and scored a hat-trick, which was sublime? Um, do we think Son, maybe, will he play Richarlison and Son and Kane? Which yeah, is, I, I think I, so. That would, that, would, I, I, that would be my personal preference. Yeah. Purely, but the, and Kulisevsky, do, do you think Son will start the game? I do, Graham. Right? Um, I, 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 it depends how, how aggressive he, he goes, Antonio Conte. Because if he goes really aggressive, he, he could play Kulisevsky at wing-back which would be incredibly aggressive. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. And and that was always something he... 
he had in his he had in his mind mind's eye during the summer, didn't he, Craig? Because yeah. he, he he looked at Traore, he looked at Zanolo, the Roma winger who would be a sensational player. He wanted that, and he said he look, he likes his wing backs to be former wingers. He's yeah. always said that, so that's an interesting point, Craig. Yeah, Kulusevski, that could be, it could be, it could be someone. Could you imagine Paris, Paris on one side, Kulusevski on the other, then Richarlison, Son, and Kane as the three attacking players. Yeah, and and are Arsenal good enough to to keep to to stop that, Craig? No, <laughs> no. Listen, I've been hugely impressed with Arsenal. Tottenham remain uh, along with City unbeaten. Um, I think this is going to be a cracking game. I think there'll be everything that a derby expects. I think we might see a red card as well, Graham. I think there'll be some some tasty tackles being dished out. I think the two managers on the touchline will be mm. at each other. I think it's going to be the fans will be up for it. Two all draw for me, Graham. I, I I like what Arsenal have done. I think Jesus has been brilliant for them since he since he signed. Um, Richarlison, Son, Kane. I, I think it's going to be loads of goals two two all draw uh Odegaard uh one, one of my favorite players not one of yours Granite Xhaka um had his birthday this week happy birthday Granite um I think it'll be a great a great game great advertisement for the Premier League uh, as well as well Graham two all draw just a point of note on 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 the Richarlison uh form for Brazil Graham we we noticed there was an outcry a few weeks back when he was juggling the ball against Nottingham Forest. Remember when he was, he was kicking it up and he he got mm-hmm. he got he got wiped out and there was a media outcry and there was loads of stuff on social media. Richarlison was racially abused um, playing for Brazil in in midweek um, in in Paris um, when they played Tunisia, and some idiots threw a banana on the pitch, right? And that hasn't received the same kind of publicity as Richarlison juggling the ball uh, and allegedly taking a mick. And it, it, it's not a football issue. It's a societal issue and it needs to stop. Uh, but I just want to point that, that out that really that, that, that incident should have got a lot, a lot more attention than it actually did. Um, and a lot, a lot of people that were keen to jump on social media and give him grief because he was juggling the ball and entertaining people um, didn't, didn't call out the, uh, the idiot racists that abused him in 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 France in midweek. So, um, you know, you, you and I are, are, are big advocates for you know no racism in football, and uh, you know this this pod certainly is. And I, I you know the, the Richarlison incident it upset me a little bit in midweek, Graham. To be honest, I thought we'd moved away from that, and uh, I yeah, think that's with the authorities, as we know, they, do they don't do enough. They really don't. They don't. It should just be you need to ban teams, ban fans. They're, yeah. they're not. They're not. You know. You know, if if some if, if Richardson had shown a book a pair of bookmaker underwears he scored in, in midweek, we'd be hearing all all about it. But because it's not, they're not because they're not losing money over it. They're not, yeah. um, and that is unfortunately the root cause, <laughs> the root cause of everything. Not if they're not losing money, why why they're not doing anything about it? But yeah, totally hundred percent, Craig. Um, I think Richardson will come back on fire here. I think this game depends a lot around Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. But not necessarily it's how, how they use him. If they play him as a proper number nine, if they try and pin Romero and die back a bit, if they use him as a nine where he's dangerous, here's us, they've got a chance. If they play him as a false nine, Tottenham win. Um, and I think they might go on the back foot a little bit here. I think Tottenham will force him back and they'll force Hazus to drop a little deeper than what they would like. I think Tottenham win 2 1, Greg, purely on yeah. that basis. I don't think Arsenal get the best out of Hazus in this game. And and it, uh, the right back as well, Tommy Yasu and Ben White, 
you know, I know Ben White's not okay at right back, but he's not a right back. And I think if they no. start him at right back, I think that could be trouble as well. Graham. Oh, like Gr- Graham, that is, I missed that, and and you're absolutely one hundred percent on the money because coming coming inside and being a third centre back, um, and and tucking in. Absolutely fine, but when you've got wing backs flying at you and and, and, and overlapping um, the attacking players, it's going to cause you massive issues. Um, I wonder. I wonder if Arteta does put Tommy Asu in, knowing that he would combat it more. Be, that's going to be interesting. Down, he? Tommy Asu no, was no, he's done really season, well for the, so, done really well. Um, I'd be surprised if Tommy Asu wasn't playing because you know it. it, it I don't know play, but playing against the likes of a Brentford or Bournemouth at right right back, that's one thing. But playing against this Tottenham team. Yeah, I think you need your best fullback wing back there, and that is Tommy Yasu. Yeah, he, he, he was outstanding for them last year. So yeah, we'll see how that one pans out. Um, yeah, but I think Tottenham might edge that as one of the best teams in the division at the moment. And Conte is proving that. We'll discuss on Antonio Conte. Yeah. He did dismiss his links with Juventus mm. um, this midweek, Craig. But yeah, it, um, I, I think a lot of Tottenham fans are hoping that Juve don't axe Max Allegri. But I think we're going to hear a lot more Conte Juventus talk in the coming weeks as I think me Juventus too. are going to lose patience yeah, with Max too. Allegri. Um, so, Premier League, three o'clock. Bournemouth still still with Gary O'Neill in charge, facing yeah. Brentford. Obviously, Bournemouth are going through a takeover, Craig, yeah. at the minute. And I think, obviously, they're waiting for the new um, t- new owners to come in to cement who they want as a manager, etc. But Gary O'Neill's doing a fine job thus far. Uh, taking on a Brentford team who... Um, interestingly, Thomas Frank had to deny um, speculation about his future as well. He was linked to the Leicester job, which obviously isn't available, but obviously Thomas Frank's done a wonderful job where he is. Um, coming in off this 3-0 defeat they had last time, Brentford, I think this break's probably helping Brentford, Craig, one of the few te- one of the teams who would have liked the break. I think Frank will have got his team set again, saying, look, yeah. let's get back to basics. Um, and on that front, Craig, I think Brentford will go to the South Coast fresh. They'll have had two weeks of Frank drilling into what he wants here, and I think they'll win 2-1. I'm going to go for another draw, Graham. Uh, I think Gary O'Neill's got Bournemouth a um, bit of a siege mentality going on. The, mm-hmm. the, they've, they've had results that I didn't expect them to have, to be very honest. The, the point against Newcastle last time out and then the win against Forest, um, I shouldn't get another draw. One-all draw, um, unless Ivan Tony gets a couple of chances and bangs them in and it's 2-1 to Brentford. But I, I was just a one-all draw. Played very well at Newcastle, Brentford. They really do. Uh, yeah, side played really well. Yeah, it does. Uh, three o'clock. Um, it's in a London derby. I forgot this one. There's a London derby as well. Yeah. Crystal Palace entertaining Chelsea at Selhurst Park. Chelsea Graham Potter officially Graham Potter's first game in charge. This one. Um, interesting to see what team he puts out. There's been lots of speculation behind closed door games. People getting really worked up about what someone plays in a friendly behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah, no. like, like, come on, let's give, let's, give, let's give him a chance, shall we? Great, great. Um, behind closed doors last year, Middlesbrough beat Newcastle 5-1. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got excited. With, I got excited about that. Yeah. And that was... Um, so yeah, Chelsea go here, Craig. Um, I just sorry, actually, um, this morning actually, I've been told that Christian Pulisic might be getting his chance under Potter, which he's got six weeks to impress before the World yeah, Cup. I like Pulisic. I like Pulisic, and if you look at the Brighton teams, Craig, Graham Potter gets a tune out of Trossard, Gross, yeah, etc. I'm not dismiss- dismissing them as players, but Christian Pulisic is a potential world talent, and I think he could be one of the one of the real Chelsea players who could benefit from Graham Potter. But he has to take his chance, Craig. You know, he hasn't got long now to save his Chelsea career for me, so he has to show it. Palace. I think you know what? I think Potter could. Get, I think the Chelsea get the the Potter bounce here. I think Havertz will play up front. I think Pulisic will play. I think Chelsea might sneak this one 0 
I think Chelsea are going to win. I think they're going to win comfortably. I think they're going to win three nil. Um, yeah, I, do. I, th- I think Palace will set up to defend. Um, Chelsea will set up with that 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 deep line as they they always do. But I think they'll play the wing backs high. They'll play a progressive midfield. I think they'll play Pulisic to get beyond the forward. So I, th- I think you're right. I think they'll play Harvard's up front uh, and they'll play Pulisic plus one. I hope the other one is Mason Mount. So if Pulisic is on the right, Mason Mount on the left. Um, to really, to really push on, or it depends where Sterling plays. Well, Sterling surely starts. Graves so Sterling on the left. Will it give um, Gallagher a chance against Palace? Quite possibly. I, I think so. I think he knows. That he, he's not out. banned, is he? He's not still banned, is he? No, he had the one game banned. He's back from that, isn't he? He should be, but he should be back. He got no. He is back. He is yeah. back. He is back. He, he'll, he'll, he'll be available. I'd like to see him play, Graham. I was going to say if anyone's going to play well at Sellers Park, it might be him. Yeah, I'd like to see him play. I, 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 again, people forget Pulisic cost over fifty million quid. Graham, he's not yeah. not cheap, son. He, and he was one of the stars in the Bundesliga. And we we've spoken about this. The the kind of the Bundesliga players that have come over and taken the time to adapt. Haaland hasn't. Uh, Sancho certainly has. Pulisic has. Uh, Werner didn't adapt. Um, Kai, Kai, Kai Harvard is Kai Harvard yeah. was. Was excellent against England the other night, mate. Scored a, a great goal. Uh, yeah, do, you, do you think that's with Bellingham, Craig? We'll touch, touch on Bellingham and then people come over. Um, Dortmund are quite confident that, that Bellingham might stay for another year, Craig, and that'll take us into the European Championship actually to 2024. And we saw Haaland have the extra year. Yeah. Do you not think there's that real where Bellingham will be looking at this thing and Joe, what? Look at all these players who've adapted and have moved yeah. too early. Do, I think there's a real chance he might stay in Dortmund for another year. I think, well, like we spoke, off pod, Graham, unless he goes to Real Madrid. Um, unless he goes to Real Madrid. Uh, and and why wouldn't you take that option as a as a 20-year-old to go and sign for one of the biggest clubs in the world? Um, I think he's been excellent. I, I think he's he's he, he's he's only going to get better as well, isn't he? And his, his younger brother, Job, won play for the tournament for the England under-17s or 18s that he played for. Job, in, in, who in turned, um, he turned professional last week, Craig. Good, good segue. He turned professional last week, Job. He's, so congratulations to him. Signed his first deal at Birmingham yep. last Friday, I think. This as as Job, It was a busy weekend for the Bellingham family last week as Job I, was starting the day. Job signed his uh, professional hey, who, contract. Who, who does the dad go and watch, Graham? Does he go, does he go and watch Job playing his tournament in Spain or do you watch uh, Jude play? For I believe that, I believe Germany? the parents split it. I think his dad spent oh, okay. a lot of time in Germany with you, but I believe they split their things. So, and as well, we had the Bellingham fam, people near him say, even if Job does move, it won't be based around Jude. Because I know a lot of speculation yeah. will say, oh, if Job ends up signing for Chelsea, that means that Jude. Uh, that won't be the. They won't be the case. But hey, no. um, I think we will hear a bit more on Job as well uh, next year, Craig. Yeah, looks a good. Listen, it, 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 we we can't compare. It's unfair to compare them, but he does look a good player. He's already made his first team debut. But anyway, so Chelsea, um, are you, you said 3-0. 3-0, 3-0, wow, I'm going yeah. for. Big one. Um, here we go, the Metro Derby. Cool, Metro. Um, Fulham taking on Newcastle. Um, I think this is fairly easiest one, Craig. I think there's not going to be a game that Mitrovic is not more worked up for. He scored in midweek again. I, t- I tell you what, Craig, a little side note, I fancy Serbia to go quite deep at the World Me World. too. Me too. Vlaovic and Mitrovic up front. Yeah. And jo- Jovic on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Malika Mitrovic in midfield, pulling the strings. Graham, it, it, he is. Jo- 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 he, he, I believe there's a, there's a very outstanding player in Malika Mitrovic, Craig. And I think I'm a little bit lucky. I've seen him about a dozen times. He's brilliant. I've never seen him have a great game. I've never seen him. I, and I will a lot. So many people tell me how good he is. So I, I, do, give him the ben, he, I do give him the he, benefit of the doubt. He is outstanding. 
Yeah. Oh, well, there's, a, there's a reason he's still at Lazio for me. But anyway, onto the onto Mitro, who is um, proving everyone, barring me and you, wrong, Craig, who laughed him off, said last season was a... We knew this, Craig. We knew this all <laughs> along. Um, and everyone's jumping out of bandwagon. I want them to get off. Look, we, we were here two years ago. Get off. We we, we knew how good Mitro was. So yeah. uh, um, doesn't that get frustrated no, when we were right all along? But now everyone forgets that we were the only ones who did like him at the time. Um, Fulham are going to win this. 3-1 and Mitro is going to get a brace. He's going to bully whoever's there. Shah, bottom. Now, I tell you, I, do you know what? There's a little caveat here, Craig. I think Newcastle need to play Burn and Botman against Mitrovic. I think if Fabian Shah starts this game, Mitrovic will be licking his lips. Not to say Fabian Shah isn't a good defender. He's starting to play well, but I just don't think he's a match for Mitrovic in terms yeah. of area yeah. power. Jamie, it, you know, when, when we talk the Nations League, um, Mitro scored four goals in the Nations League, scored scored against Norway and scored a hat-trick against Sweden, right? The hat-trick against Sweden um, was outstanding. But that takes him, Graham, and I've said this all along when people have judged him in the past. I've said, and I've said it on the pod, look at his goal-scoring record at international level and the teams he scored against. He's played 76 times for Serbia now, Graham. His hat trick and then the, the, the goal against Norway takes him to 50 goals. Mm-hmm. 50 goals in 76 games. Uh, he is outstanding. He is my favourite Fulham player by a million miles. He will score at the weekend and Fulham will beat Newcastle 2-1. I was really disappointed with Newcastle last time out, Graham, against, um, against Bournemouth. And I think if you take out their star players out of their team, if you take out... Um, Obviously, um, St. Maximan uh, who, who, and, and, and Gimaresh, uh, as I, I think they're two of their star players. Um, they look a little bit ordinary. Um, and it's going to take time to build a squad. I, I get that. Um, but if you take out the star midfield player and the star winger, they do look a little bit ordinary. But, I, but I've said this about Newcastle. And I think Bruno is a key player. He I is. know St. Maximan does a lot, but... Man City game aside, he hasn't had an assist to sit. And and I, I watched them against Forest and I watched them against Brighton, Craig. And yeah, this Newcastle team in that final third, they do struggle to unlock teams. They beat Forest 2 0, but that was the breakthrough came from a sharp 30 yard. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Almira and San Maximum, they are entertaining, they're good, but they struggle to break te- Premier League defenses down. They really do, Craig. Yeah. And I think without when you take Bruno out this team. You know that's why I think a Paqueta and Madden, you can see why Newcastle were looking at those types of players, Craig. Because yeah. I think Eddie Howe knew he didn't quite have that player, which is why we've seen them linking Madison and Tielemans again. I think he knows the department he needs to improve on, yeah. and we will see them do that. But I think in that last third, they've got some maximum on it, and and that's why I think I'm going to change actually, Craig, to two 0 I don't think okay. Newcastle's score. I'm going to change, but I think um, Mitrovic will uh, grab a brace because actually, I think you're completely right, Greg. But I think that last third is a real worry for Newcastle, actually, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, On to Liverpool, Brighton. Roberto De Zerbi, Craig, is making his debut as Brighton manager, the former Shakhtar yep. boss. Um, he he was what I like about his CV, Craig. That he he he's the Sulu Revolution. He got. Uh, and and as we know, they love data at Brighton, don't they? They must have looked at his data from pounds for points at Sassoula and thought, "Wow, yeah. <laughs> their their eyes must yeah. have lit up when they saw this guy. Yeah. This guy, yeah. he's he's a he's a really big talent. This boy, isn't he? Deserby. A lot of English fans might not know him so much, but he's a. I think he's. Do you know what I like about him? I think he suits Brighton out the ground. I really do. In terms of the, his approach, yeah, it, it, it's 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 a metric. You know, you know, I did this in my uh, 
in my my dissertation when I looked at the the value of the championship, what clubs were were spending. Mm, yeah, and I, I it, it's it's a metric that I I think managers should be judged on um, pounds mm. to, to to points. You know, if you, if you, if you, so as if long you, as they're making signs, that because some clubs are a little bit yeah. where the managers are making, but yeah, totally. No, but, but even if the manager isn't making those signings, if you look at the total spend of the football club, so what they're spending, in he's still got those players, wages, to you, doesn't he? Yeah, he's still got you, those players. Yeah, you, 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 you then look at the metric and go, well, you know, you, you can look at who's getting a tune out of people and who isn't. And, the, and, and, and this guy must have, he must, do you know it, Craig? He must have one of I the don't, best in I, Italy. I, I'd, but I've He must be in the top three in Italy the last few years. He must be. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he had and then Raspadori and Skamaka and the way he got them playing and I think Cicero played very similar Craig as well but um, are Brighton going to get anything from Liverpool Craig? No. Really disappointing Liverpool so far. A really disappointing Liverpool. Um, I think Liverpool need need well, Liverpool are what the Craig so Liverpool are eight points off City. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they drop, if they dropped more points, how, like, at what point do you say do you think the Obviously, we're not going to say they've lost the title to January, but they can't afford to drop many more points to City, can they? No, if City continue to win, they, they won't drop points this weekend. I'm, I'm sure they will put on their best performance so far this season and they will win this game comfortably 4 0. Brighton fourth, by the way. So let's give them respect to yeah. uh, Fancy, fancy Deserby taking over a team fourth in the Premier League. I admit it's crazy, but I. I, I, I um, we had Virgil van Dijk scored the winner, didn't he, for the Netherlands against Belgium in midweek. Um, Salah's been away, um, scored a couple of goals for Egypt. Um, I think he'll be flying. Is um, Nunes available, Craig? Is he fit? I'm not sure, you know. And I, I, I know that Jota played for Portugal uh, against Spain. He has, um, to, he has to come off, didn't he? Did you say that? Because did you say that? Yes, I saw. I saw. No. I saw something on. I know they started the game. I know he has to be. Start. He has to be rested because he was tired. Oh, yeah. There's something about Jota. If you have a look, Craig, he has to be rested. Diaz has been away in South America. Um, oh, so he's fit then. It must be if he's been. He must be fit then. He must be. Yeah, yeah. Luis Diaz must be fit. Must um, be time for to unleash Nunes at some point, Craig, isn't it? Oh, I think this could be the game that he's unleashed, Grim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I think if you play, for me, I, I'd be starting Nunes through the middle, Salah to the right, um, and and Diaz to the left, and try and play to them as quickly as possible. Yeah. And and you know, in, in in midfield, that's that's the dilemma. How who do they play in midfield? Mm. Um, because Thiago seemingly is, is the only one that can pass forward of the senior players. Harvey Elliott, Harvey Elliott's been the best player so far. Fabio Cavallo's had some fleeting performances as a substitute and done really well. Mm. Um, Henderson looks off off the pace a little bit, Graham. Um, and then defensively, well, Curtis Jones, because because I feel really sorry for Curtis Jones, where if he'd only yeah. been fit these last few weeks, he'd have stepped, he could have stepped in and uh, really um, put um, put his mark down. Because I love Curtis Jones; he's, he's another one who's unlucky with injuries, but he's really almost not quite missed a chance. But he could have stepped into this Liverpool midfield, couldn't he? So he, I yeah, imagine, I he so. might be back soon as well. Yeah, I, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I mean, we we, we look at the so I think, injuries. I think Liverpool have got to win, Graham, and they're going. Yeah. They're going to have a comfortable win, four 0 The best performance of the season. Salah, Nunes, and Diaz all on the score sheet for me. I'll go two um, 0 Liverpool. If Nunes starts, I'd like to see Nunes really kicking it again. Now we want to yeah. um, 
make sure that City don't run away with this, don't we? Yeah, not to say Arsenal Tottenham won't challenge them, but I'd like to see Liverpool challenge as well, for the sake of the Premier League, Craig. Yeah. Um, Southampton hosting Everton at St Mary's. <laughs> Interesting again, another two managers. Um, Ralph Hassan, I, I still, he always comes under a lot of stick when he doesn't deserve it for me. I know. I think he's doing uh, what, what you're expecting him to do, you know. Um, both these teams on seven points at the moment. Everton proving hard to beat at the minute, Craig. You know, yep. they had the win over West Ham, which was, oh, you were talking about adverts for Premier League football, Craig. Um, that wasn't one of them. No. <laughs> um, the John with Liverpool leads Brentford for <laughs> It's hard, isn't it? Because they don't look like a Frank, they don't look like an Everton team, they don't look like a Frank Lampard team, but he's having he's, it's good management. He's having to make do with what he's got and getting the best out of them. I think this might be nil nil, Craig. I think Everton will go there wanting a draw and they'll yeah. make it. One nil Southampton. Um, just think the effervescence of youth and the, the the players, the young players they've got will carry them to a one nil win. I think it'd be last game on match of day, though, no matter what, Craig, to be honest. Um, yeah. West Ham saying Wolves. In a this big might, game, be, this might be the last game because I, I don't think there'll be lots of goals in this, will there? No, I think, it was, well, there should be more quality on show. Craig Lucas Paquetta, who did play for Brazil in midweek. And, uh, yeah, I'm just looking, I'm just looking, Graham, sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you there. I'm just mm-hmm. looking here, right? How many goals have West Ham scored this season in the Premier League? Um, not many, I would say. Don't I, look. I would suggest. Look. I would guess at. Um, I'm trying to think. Don't look. I'm trying to think. I should on. my head. I, I've seen him a few times. I just just answer. Go on. Two. Three. Right. How many have Wolves scored this season? I know Wolves isn't many. Uh, uh, two. Three. 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 Or three. The, each, the, the two. The two lowest goal scorers in the league. Um, mm. So I'm suggesting this is going to be nil nil. And the last game on match of the day. Um, I'm gonna say, see Wolves. I thought Wolves would, would compete against City in the day. Did you see that challenge from Nathan Collins on Jack Grealish, Craig? They, oh my oh, God! What on earth is he thinking there? <laughs> yeah, that, um, that 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 could have been really dangerous. By the way, it, it, it was just yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think he. Do I, I think he just went in. He just lost his head in it completely. But yeah. Um, I think oh, it's a tough one. This one, Craig. Yeah, I think I don't think you're a million miles away. Um, yeah, I'm going to say nil nil as well. I am. Uh, and I'm going, I'm going to say one nil West Ham because I think I'm not sure who will play the centre half for for Wolves. So I think they're a bit short there because they want they were looking at Jason Denier who's decided to move to do Abu Dhabi, Craig. Right. Uh, and obviously with Collins out, um, they're a little bit short here. So. Um, which makes the decision to let Cody go on loan all the more ridiculous, doesn't it? Because yep, it does. It, don't why, why put? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. But I agree with you, Craig. That won't have many goals in it. That one. So one at West Ham for me on Sunday. The game I'm attending, Craig. I'll be working at this one. The Manchester Derby, City United. Yeah. I went to this game last year, and it, um, Ralph Ragnick was in charge. Um, and it was. Um, yeah, United you know, were appalling that day. Um, City were absolutely outstanding. De Bruyne, one of the best games I've ever seen. Do you know what? This game was one where, you know, we talked about Phil Ford earlier, Craig, about unleashing him. In this game where they just let him play, oh, the the genius of De Bruyne and Ford, and it's just, it, 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 this game helped me fall back in love with football last season, Craig, because watching Ford and, and De Bruyne at full flight was. Yeah. Amazing, and this city. I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Is a new city team. First time I've seen Haaland in light blue, uh, sky blue. Sorry, um, in in person. 
I'm yeah. looking to see what United do. You know, they've got um I'm hoping Casemiro plays. So that is it's been it's been a while since I saw him live. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how um they do with Lissandro Martinez against Haaland. That'll be particularly interesting, Craig. Um see whether he's got it in. But Malachia, I think City win, Craig, but I see I think we see um this 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 rise of form under Ten Hag. I think we see a much more organized United. Um, which they have been under ten high, but I still think United come out here three one. There's no way United can stop them. Yeah, I, I know this is going to sound really, really, really simplistic, right? But I think sometimes football is the simplest game in the world, right? Which is overcomplicated by people. Mm-hmm. But but surely in all of the games in the Premier League this weekend, you just put Haaland on Martinez. Mm-hmm. You just stick Haaland. On Martinez. So was it Cliff, Brian Clough who said a, a good big and will always be a good small one? Correct. Correct. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Joe, what, Craig? Uh, what you said there, I think that is Man City last season where I think that I think I think one day Pep's just sat in his office and he's got his spaghetti drawings all on board. And Joe, you know what I think he's just rubbed it all down and and gone back to basics at some point. Yeah, yeah, he's just got he's just get the ball to full. Right, he said, Rodri, get the ball to Phil and Kevin as quick as you can, or Bernard or Bernardo. Right, you two, you three, no more than three touches. It goes into Ireland. There you go, win the game, and that's what it's been. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I, I told it's you, I, I I went to the Palace game, the, the the City Palace game a few weeks back, and Haaland at half time cut the most frustrated figure leaving the pitch because time and time again he got himself into the box and Ford and or Walker or uh, also Mares didn't deliver him the ball in the second half. All it did. Oh, there was no change in direction. Uh, they didn't change the style. All they did was get the ball to him that 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 second quicker. Every, everything everything went forward. That it wasn't five ten touches. It wasn't come back out and start again. It was like let's get the ball. They were two 0 down by the way. Let's get the ball in the box. When one four two, I, I I think I think City are going to score four goals against United. Because they want to want to have a real statement of intent. Uh, we've got the, you know, we we know Haaland doesn't like Manchester United, don't we? Because of what happened to his father. Uh, that's that's fact. Mm. The Man United fans will be giving him abuse. The Man City fans will be loving him. I think he'll be fouled during the game. I think it'll be a, a meaty challenge, probably come from Martinez on him, which he will deal with. He will score at least one goal. I don't think City will target Martin, as you said, not just Haaland. But I think four. I think Ford and Silva. They're like they'll want to. They'll almost want to embarrass his big new sixty million pound sign. They'll be like, "Yeah, let's show you, let's show you how good he is." Uh, I think they'll go for him. I, do, t- I, do yeah, I think I think they'll certainly target him. I think they will certainly target him. And I think, listen, he he, he has done really well in uh, in the previous weeks. Lissandro Martin has done really well, but I think this game is going to be the one that really tests him against a top class opposition. But we're going to play the ball forward quickly. Um, and, but I think United will score. I think uh, I think. I don't know. If, I don't think Rashford's available. I think he started the season really well. Yeah, if they haven't got the the, the lack of strikers, is a big San, thing here, yeah. San, San, Sancho started the season well. Four four one, Graham. Four one to Sancho City. Sancho had a good game in this game. Like, I thought it was one of his better games last season for them. But yeah. is there any, any chance that he plays a three at the back with Maguire? No, because I think that goes against his principles of what he's trying to do. So no, I don't. I I, I would. 
I go yeah, through. I, th- I was just thinking that. Do you know what? It's talking where you might do that, but um, okay, yeah, we both think a city win here. Um, across the Pennines, uh, later in the day, Leeds hosting Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, in the second Super Sunday game, a little bit less Super Sunday, but this is the game I must admit, Craig. Um, an interesting game, Villa. Um, also one of these teams they haven't underachieved so fast yeah. um, this season, but. I'm actually surprised they're only um, one point behind Leeds, actually. But although Leeds have a game in hand, so fair yeah. enough. Um, Leeds have impressed me so far this season. Craig doing really well. Um, they had that shock. That performance at Brentford, though, was worrying. It was really, really yeah, it was a shocker. Um, and they're on a bad run, actually, Craig. They lost to Drew at Everton, which with Everton, they should have won. They lost at Brighton. Yeah. Leeds need to get something here against this Villa team, Craig, who, wow. Um, you know... We talked about Brendan Rodgers being under pressure, Stephen Jared probably not so much, but hey, this is a big game for Villa, Craig. It is. Um, I think Villa might go for a draw and get it one all. I think because I think they really want a draw. And and, and word of uh, Bubakar Kamara, who has been sidelined for Villa until the new year, Craig, and he's going to miss the World Cup as well. So that's another. Oh. They're not having much luck with injuries, Villa. To no, be fair, and, and we talk poor games. I, I I sat through and watched ninety minutes plus of Aston Villa versus Southampton the other week, <laughs> which has got to be one of the worst Premier League games I've ever watched. Now, probably the worst one I've ever watched ever was Charlton versus Middlesbrough, a nil nil draw, which was live on Sky TV, and that was the worst game of football in top flight I've probably ever seen. It was horrendous. But this this Aston Villa versus Southampton wasn't far away. Um, the the one the one player that I'm really liking at Leeds, and I must admit, mate, I've not seen a lot of him before he signed, was uh, Sinistera, the mm, the, the, the Colombian attacker. Um, he scored three uh, for for Colombia and South America whilst he's been away on international duty. He looks really exciting, Graham. Um, we we know we like Aronson, etc. Uh, the goalie's really good. They've got a lot of good players. Leeds have recruited really well. Mm-hmm. Leeds are going to win this three-one against a really average Aston Villa, and I I'm going to say that Sinister is going to be key man. Yeah, and Villa, you know this lack of a striker is coming back to bite them, Craig. Yep. And, and you know I, I I could forgive them last season, but this summer, um, no. I know Christian Perzos, etc., does some good jobs being Coutinho, but their lack of a top striker is, yep. as, as we said, Chris, why we give them such a bad mark. And it's coming back to Hartman that these are the games they yep. should be winning. This, this is where that re- extra striker um, would do the job, isn't it? But anyway, um, I think a draw there. But yeah, not, again, not one I'll be rushing home to watch anyway, Craig. Which, unlike the one on Monday, which I will be watching yeah, Craig, with great interest, the East Midlands derby, um, Leicester entertaining Forest. Two, both managers under pressure here, Craig. Yeah. We've seen reports of Steve Cooper where, you know, if you've got a big spending owners, Craig, it's, it's perhaps not such a, so much of a surprise. And no. he, he's pulled the trigger on Carlos Corberan at Olympiacos. Yeah. You saw that. Um, he hasn't been there long. So, and if you if you do buy nearly thirty players, Craig, you will want results. Whether whether it's Steve Cooper's decision or not, as you said, Craig, uh, managers have to produce. Um, it might be hard for him. I imagine his points for pounds ratio might have dropped a bit, Craig, given how many players. Yes. Yeah. Given how many players? To be fair, to Steve Cooper, Craig, he might have to get hundred points for his points to, <laughs> for his points to play ratio. I think Joe, you know what? We'll let Steve Cooper off for this year because that dynamic just sometimes it just doesn't work, does it? Because if you sign no. that many players, no. um, anyway, this is a quality game, Leicester Forest. Um, under the lights, this is a good game, Miss Craig. Um, two good managers. 
let's keep it simple, stupid. Leicester are by far the better team. They're yep. going to win 2-1. Graham, I'm 100% with you. Leicester have superior players all over the pitch. Um, obviously, the guys have been away on international duty, which doesn't leave a lot for Brendan to work with, but he will have worked with those guys. I think they'll... James Madison being one of the ones who left behind. Craig. Yeah. So obviously yeah. His, his key player didn't go. So that might be. Yeah. Harvey, Harvey Barnes too. So they, they, Juice Behold. Yes. Yeah, so the, the three brilliant midfielders have got. Didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think Forrest have recruited a lot of good players, but we said this when we did our previews, we don't think, and I certainly don't think we're going to see the best of these Forest players till they're integrated fully, which will be in the new year, January, February. When you sign, that many, when you sign that many, Craig, there's got to be some good ones in the month. Yeah, listen, they've signed, they've signed good players. It, it, yeah. it's, it's, good. It, it, it's going to take them time to adjust, to adapt mm-hmm. and to put in a performance. Um, and, and I don't think that they'll be doing that until January, February. Now, whether Steve Cooper gets the time until then, you know, let, let's let's wait and see. Uh, Brendan's a classy operator. He's a class human being. And I really hope he gets a result here. 2-1 to Leicester. Takes on to the championship. Interesting one this, Craig. We have Friday Night Football. We have Hull City versus Luton Town. We have managerless Hull City. As we're recording today, Craig, Shotrava-Ladze yeah. was relieved of his duties at the KC Stadium. Um, you know, they started well. Um, Hull City, obviously, this season. Estupian, um, top scorer in the league. He hasn't hit the net recently. No. Nope. Um, Hull currently sitting in 20th place um, with 11 points and second bottom of the form table. They've lost the last four. Um, Conceded 21 goals, Graham. Yeah, we sort of saw this one coming, didn't we, Craig, yeah. really? We'll see who comes in, whether it's a big name like a Fatty Terry or someone foreign. We expect a foreign appointment, don't we, here, Craig, do we think? I think it depends who leads the recruitment process. So if it's the owner, um, we expect a foreign appointment. If the owner puts his faith in people that are running the football club and, and says, look, we need a an English manager or some a foreign manager that's managed before in our division, I think that would make a lot more sense. Because if they appoint a foreign manager, they could be in real danger of being relegated. A foreign, where, a foreign manager that's never managed in England before is what I mean by that. If they go and appoint a foreign manager like a, a Carlos Colbran, that would be a great appointment. Mm. Um, but listen, who is available? I imagine it'd be linked here, but it's a way form that's done for Hull so far. They are yeah. tackling Luton on Friday night, Craig Luton, who um, beat Blackburn last time, come to lost, proving hard to beat. Um, Nathan Jones's boys, um, they're about where where we think maybe, and I've heard him. He's a bit been a bit disappointed by some performances this season, um, and I, I think Luton get the win here, Craig, two nil. One all draw, Graham, and that takes us on to Saturday's fixes and on to October, Craig. Yes, October already. So um, full sheet, full nearly not quite a full slate, but here we go. Blackburn entertaining Millwall at Ewood Park. Uh, interesting one. Blackburn started off the season well, about up and down. You know, the beating it's really inconsistent. Very um, inconsistent. Millwall inconsistently Mil- consistent. Yeah, Millwall too. You know, Craig. They, I'm surprised by how um, poor they, it's, it's Millwall's away form that has done for them really, and going up to Blackburn. Are they going to turn it around at Blackburn? I'm not so sure. Uh, 2-0 Blackburn. Um, Yeah, listen, Black, Blackburn's form, Graham, is, is seemingly win-lose, 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 win-lose. They've not, they've not drawn. Um, on the back of a loss last week, let's follow the, the form trend and say they're going to win this 2-1 to, to Blackburn. Blackpool, um, 
starting to worry me, Craig Blackpool, if I'm being honest. I think they could get really, really dragged into this. They're playing Norwich, showing themselves one of the best teams in the division. Yeah. 2-0 Norwich. Yeah, I fancy Norwich to get a result. Graham, they, they're, they're incredibly functional Norwich and they've got one of the best attacking players in the league and Josh, Josh Sargent, who you and I were both impressed with when he came out of German football into the Premier League. Um he, he looked a bright spark without getting lots of opportunities. I think this season, the championship's going to do him the world of good. And uh, he'll also go to the World Cup. 2-0 to Norwich with Sergeant Keyman. Bristol City QPR. Interesting this one, Craig. Bristol yeah, City. They have lost the last two Bristol City, but they have been up against Norwich and Burnley. Yeah. And they really gave them two... They gave everything as good as they got in those two games. They could have won those two games quite easily. They've got... Tommy Conway, who's on spectacular form. Um, Antoine Semenyo, Andreas Weiman. They've got City, goals, haven't they? They've got oh, goals. They've, really, they, they've got the best forward department, I think, in the division. I could be that. Young Conway, Craig, when you see him, he's yeah. a cracking little player. He really yeah. is. Um, and I think they have too much to keep out here. Although I do, obviously, Eliza Chair. Lyndon Dykes, who... You know, he was a player you weren't sure about, but he's really, since got a QPR, they've really Definitely. got the best out of him. Yeah. He's doing so well for Scotland as well, Craig, isn't he? You know, he's yeah. he's nearly hit double figures for Scotland now. He's got 25. He's he's really leading the line. Scotland have been promoted to the Nations League, haven't they? Been promoted yeah. to the yeah. league. Really doing a good job. So he's on good form as well. Um, oh, I don't know what, I was convinced I was going to go Bristol City there, Craig, because... Keep yeah, I am. I'm going two one Bristol City. Just I think that forward line will have a bit too much, but it'll be a good game. Yeah, I think it'll be a great game. One all I'm going for. I've been really impressed with with Michael Beale so far at QPR. Graham, QPR in sixth place. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know it's early days, and you know we we could really probably start looking at the at the championship. We're ten we're ten games in now. It's about this mm. time we we should start taking a look at the league and and it, it making some kind of sense. Some impressive wins there, Craig Millwall, yeah. Watford. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's he's really for his first time job. I, I know we liked him, but it's not always no that case, is it? No one one all, one all draw for me, mate. Um, on to Cardiff City hosting Burnley. Have Cardiff appointed their manager now, Craig? I believe no. haven't didn't they give it to someone till end of season? No. Oh. Um, what do you, I'll look that up. You, Craig, go on. Cardiff, Burnley. What are your thoughts? Um, Cardiff underachieving. Burnley, where we expect them to be. Uh, Burnley's you know multi-million pound recruitment splash is is proving to be beneficial. Burnley to win this two-one Grim on the on the road. I think. Um, Vincent Company is getting a tune out of them. They're not losing. They've only lost one all season. Um, Howard Bellis at the back looks a real astute signing too. Um, yeah. Two, 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 two nil Burnley. Uh, oh, yeah, so Mark Hudson is still in the interim charge there. A few, few imagined names being linked. Paul Ince amongst them being linked, which is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, I, I could say that. But yeah, uh, Burnley... Yeah, Josh Brownhill is really proven. Yeah, good player. He, he's he, he won. He's a um, Premier League he, player playing in the Championship, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. He, he's he'll have a chance to move in January, but he, he's really putting it in there. And to to be honest, if you're one of these midfielders, like a Lewis O'Brien, Lesnar, if you're one of these midfielders who comes down, like a Josh Sargent at Norwich, if you think you're too good for the Championship, you have got to prove it. Yeah. And that's why he's doing that. He is showing himself as one of the best players in this division, isn't it? A lot of these players do drop down, don't they? They think I'm too good for this, but yeah. you have to show it. And that's what he's doing. So, yeah, um, I think 3-1 Burnley here, Craig. I think they are starting to um, manoeuvre. Oh, here we go. Uh, relegation six points at the moment. I didn't expect that. This one, my commentary, obviously, I'm playing um, two main games. But, yeah, um, draw with Luton and Birmingham last time out. Um, Middlesbrough, 
a wretched, wretched draw with Rotherham. No, no, no disrespect to Rotherham, but Middlesbrough. Uh, if it's a poor game, there's, eh? there's no team. I don't, Craig. I don't think there's a team who I'm saying misfiring, playing under themselves. The Middlesbrough and EFL. I think they're yeah. absolutely misfiring. We know we're, we're based up here in North East Creek. We know it's not a happy camp at the minute. Lots of being said in the local media. Um, going to Coventry. Oh, dear, Craig. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say one all, and that's me being generous to Middlesbrough. Yeah, I, I attended this game last year, Graham, and I'm, I'm going at the weekend to, to Coventry, Middlesbrough. Um, I would have normally have gone for Coventry. Oh, right? the second home game, second home game for Coventry. Oh, yeah, yeah, second they, home game. It's only the second, so the pitch will be yeah. better than it was yeah. in the last game as well. We we called that in the Commonwealth Games; it was horrendous. Yeah. Um, but Coventry are missing Gustavo Hamer, who was sent off last time out against Birmingham. They're also missing Callum O'Hare, who's going to be back playing in the next two three weeks. Um, so from their big three, there's only Victor Guy Care is available. Mm. So, so I think Middlesbrough will get a draw here. It'll be a one-all draw. Middlesbrough misfiring. The, the waveform's been terrible. Uh, Victor Guy Cares will be on the score sheet in a one-all draw. Mm, not choosing to get the goal for Middlesbrough, mate. Um, is Trebrak Pomfit yet, Craig? Is he not? Well, you'd expect him to be close to fitness. He's just had a, a, a two-week break mm. there where everyone's been away. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a record as a, as a bad injury, so... Um, if listen, if Tuba Akpon plays, um, Middlesbrough might get might get a two one a two one win, uh, but I don't think he he is. So one all draw. Yeah, Munoz is um, he's played played well since he came in from Fulham. But yeah, that um, that mid- midfield department for Middlesbrough with the extra man, um, it's not quite clicking for Borough. But we'll no. see. We'll we'll see how that one turns out. Um, Reading it's in Huddersfield. Huddersfield with their new manager in charge, Craig Mark Fotheringham. Good luck to him. He's really going to need it to keep Huddersfield up against a Reading team who. Yeah, you know when Paul Ince has been linked to other jobs as well. Third place, Reading. And, and you, you, all you can do is take your hats off to Reading players. To have them yeah. in third, yes. I say we can we, we can start to, for Reading just not to be in the bottom six or something. Okay? What a tune he's getting out of this team. Amazing yeah, they, they, they were everybody's tip for relegation. Oh, Everybody's tip for relegation. Uh, really beating well. Middlesbrough, beating Millwall, beating yeah. Stoke, beating Wigan. W- Wigan who... One of the form teams in the division when they beat them, Craig. Miraculous yeah. stuff. And it's not a fluke, Craig. He keeps on beating all these teams. Yeah. They've only lost once at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and Reading are at home. So they're going to beat Huddersfield 4-0. With your, with your good friend Lucas Jow getting at least a couple. Lucas Jow is arguably the best striker in the league. Um... And I forget to take away one thing about this Reading team as well, Craig. They've lost the best player in the summer, and he's he's turned out these yeah. results after losing John Smith. I know. Remarkable. I I, I know. Listen, look, Lucas Jau celebrated his birthday uh, earlier in the month. He'll be on a score sheet. Two nil uh, to Reading. Um, that's one of the bankers of the day. And who'd have thought Reading would be a banker result at any point in the know. season, Craig? Who'd have thought Reading would be a banker result? Um, Rotherham United, managerless Reading, Rotherham United, Craig. Yeah. Uh, take on Wigan Athletic. They are managerless because Paul Warren took the job at Derby. Um, reward for his efforts over the years at Rotherham. Um, there have been in talks with Mark Bonner at Cambridge, which I think is a really interesting yep. one, Craig. Yep. Um, Mark Bonner's been doing wonderful stuff with one of job. our favourite teams, Cambridge. Yeah. So, um, we don't, so no manager yet for Rotherham, um, but they'll make 
I think they they one team. You know, we yeah, we breeze over that correct thing, and they'll, they'll probably make the correct appointment there. There's no, they're a well-run club at this level, uh, and they'll make. Yeah, great. And, and listen, there's no pressure on them to stay up in this level either. I think mm. you know, it's it's really difficult for Rotherham to compete in the Championship, but right now they are competing. More, yeah, and more so um, against the Wigan team who. Um, up, yeah, they lost at Reading when they shouldn't have really Burnley, but we're going to play doing wonderful stuff, wonderful job being done by their um, everyone at Wigan. Um, but nil nil, can I make right? Yeah, one nil, Rotherham Grim. Uh, Chef United entertaining a Birmingham City. Talk about good jobs being done. Um, John Eustace, um. Brilliant, you know. Um, yeah. Three games unbeaten. Good job with Coventry last time out. That was a tough. That was a tough yeah. one. Um, going to Sheffield, but there's nobody better in this division than Sheffield United at the moment. Craig, look at these results: two, yeah. four nil, two nil, one nil, two nil. Yeah. Th- that that Bosnian, the Bosnian, they've got at the back, Craig. I, I yeah, Amaz- There isn't a better player in the championship than him at the minute. Um, Sheffield United two nil, Craig. Um, what else can we say? Uh, yeah, but what a job! What a job he's doing! By what a job he's been he's done for Sheffield. Oh, really he's, he's done brilliant since he came in. Look, they're the, they're the joint top goal scorers in the league with nineteen goals. They've conceded just five. Um, I think this has got Sheffield United three nil. Um, Sander Berge masterclass written all over it. Um, if you know, this, that'd this be is... a big thing in January, Craig, for Sheffield. There's a lot of players there. I know that Admanzovic only came in in the summer, but that doesn't yeah. stop him going. Keeping these big players in January will be key for Sheffield. Of oh, co- co- course, it will. Of course, it will. But look, let's uh, let's see, let's see. I, 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 did we have? Did you have? I didn't have them top two. Did you have them top two, Craig? I had them, no. I had them playoffs, but I didn't have them top two. No, I didn't have them top two. No, but they've they've started the season like a house on fire, and they're going to win this game three uh, nil. And look, that's that's not being disrespectful to Birmingham. They've done ever so well, but this game's going to be too much for them. Yeah, saying, not, saying all that, Graham. Saying, it, it's the biggest. It's the biggest bank in the league, so they'll probably get beat two nil. Uh, yeah, so I don't say it's the biggest, but, but it's interesting. But, um, I yeah, do. but Jan- January's, I do. January's going to be interesting, isn't it? With so, the so for, for, for the for the weekend fiction, the championship. Who, who who's your who's your banker? Because that's that's mine. Sheffield Reading, Reading, Reading. Oh, okay, okay. Which I never thought I was. If you said said to me in August, you're going to have Reading as a as a banker at any point. <laughs> uh, you know that's a remarkable. Um, on to Sunderland versus Preston. Um. I can see what I can see why I didn't pick this one, Craig. I don't think this will be uh, one for the uh, for the ages, uh, mainly because of Preston. Um, they've lost the the way a little bit. I still think they might get dragged into trouble as well, Craig. I'm not 100 convinced by Chef, by Preston. I must admit that the solid hard to beat Sunderland. You know. Um, it was interesting. I listened to it on Sky the Sunderland game, Craig, against Watford, where it. it Every every time Watford scored, Sunderland came alive and with a better team. It, it took it took it took Watford scoring to bring them alive. I don't think they'll need that against Preston. It'll be a comfortable three 0 win for Sunderland. But no strikers available, Sunderland Green. Um, so it, it's going to be again. They're going to play with a a false nine and two tens. I would imagine. Um, Preston haven't conceded many. It's going to be a tight game. This one nil Sunderland. On to West Brom versus Swansea City, Craig. Another, another manager under real pressure, Steve Bruce, Craig. No winning five games for West Brom, which fair play to West Brom. <laughs> I mean, there's the the they are they are holding holding 
fire pardon the pun, but yeah, West Brom need to be better than this, don't they, in this division, Craig, to be fair to them, uh, against the Swansea team. Who, what we thought really, Craig, up and down all season. They play nice football, but, you know, it's, it's not really getting them very far. Um, I, I'm going against the form. I'm going to say West Brom, Craig, without, with very little confidence. But that West Brom team on paper is just so much better than Swansea. I've got to say 2-0 West Brom, surely. Really, they've only won one league game all season. I know, yeah, it's it's it, 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 it's. We always say the table never lies, Craig, don't we? And they are in twenty first. They're alongside Middlesbrough, who've been woeful. They're alongside Hull, who've been woeful recently. The league table isn't lying; it's telling us, Craig. No, listen, because of the way that Swansea play, we know they'll go to West Brom and try and dominate the ball. Now, if they succeed in that, the West Brom fans are going to get right on the players' back and the managers' back. Uh, just it's just a natural reaction, uh, which plays. In, ironically plays into this Swansea's hands um, one all draw Graham West Brom one Swansea one oh dear not a good result possibly in, in store for Steve Bruce and West Brom on to Sunday Craig Stoke hosting Watford Watford yeah. who have a new right, it's been, been a busy manager <laughs> with Mary around the championship we have another new manager in the championship Slavin Bilic has taken over from Rob Edwards at Watford um, do you know what I'm I'm sure one of us said, I think I'm sure said that, that he won't be, we, we said as a, as a pod. I said that he won't be. He, he we won't be there in October or something. I'm sure, no, credit yeah. to you, I think I think we were, hey, but hey, we're not, we're not rocking scientists, Craig. Yeah, well, I think, listen, what, what we said was, we, we believe that there wouldn't be in the top two um, in October and that Gino would mm. make the decision to bring in someone that's, Achieve promotion in the past, that's going to get them promoted, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Now, if you look at the original appointment of Rob Edwards, it was a huge gamble, it was a huge risk. Rob Edwards is a good coach. He did an mm-hmm. exceptional job at Forest Green. That's League Two. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's then taken over a, a really diverse squad of players. Now, with all due respect, I don't think that the Forest Green squad had a foreign player in it. Um, and he's taken over a real multicultural squad at at Watford, who've got the best individual players in the league, no doubt about it. In mm-hmm, Ishmael yeah. Sarr, um, and, and obviously our Brazilian uh, f- fifty million pound front line almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and that, that's but, that, that's been that's been there could be more than that. It's, it's I, remarkable. I, I, listen, I, 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 if you look at João Pedro, I think he he will play for Brazil. Uh, Ishmael Sarr, sensational. Right, oh, we know he's a, he's a forty million pound footballer, isn't he? Yeah, and then you look at Aspria as well as the the, the you know young young prodigy. They they are they are a good team. They are mm-hmm. they've got great individuals. Um, it was a huge risk to bring Rob in uh, just because of where he's coming from, his journey that he was on, um, and how the club sack managers. Mm-hmm. So there's been a huge outcry in the media of of, of Watford. I think Slavon Bilic gets Watford promoted. Yeah, they're on, the, on the same point as Rotherham after ten games. What does yeah. it like? Uh, is it this is one of the few what? Yeah, what have had some strange sackings and what? This is one of them sackings, Craig, for Watford, where I, I, I don't want anyone to be sacked. But no, I can hundred percent see why they made it. Graham, I'm sat there the day the day Rob was was Rob Edwards was sacked. I looked at it and thought you, you you knew what you were getting into by going to Watford. You knew that you needed to be in the top six and and probably in the top two at this stage and going into the next break and then going into January. If you weren't, then you, there's the, a likelihood you're going to lose your job. Slavon Bilic has come in. Um, he, he's experienced. 
Obviously, mm. he'll get the best out of those players, I believe. Yeah. I think they'll respond to him. They'll respond to his that football. The squad will suit him down the ground. The squad will suit him down to the ground. Mm. And the the upshot was, I think they'll get promoted uh, or certainly be in the top six. Um, and just say Prime McCray, because I know that's a few of the West Brom fans were quite fancying him back. Well, exactly. And I think that's why they've acted. Because yes. you know, yeah, yeah. Who's side relief for you saw that appointment? But. Yeah, of course, of course, Greg. Oh, yeah. and, and 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 for people that don't understand, this does happen in football. When when a club believes that someone else is going to go for their target, they yeah. will in both a, a transfer but also from a, a managerial capacity too. Uh, yeah. and you've yeah. you've hit the nail on the head. Um I think Watford get off to a good start under Billich and they turn up at Stoke and win two one. Yeah, um, and obviously we wish Robert was all about. I think he'll turn up somewhere, Craig. Um, I just think it was the wrong club for him. You know, I think he probably might be. He might be ready for a championship. I just don't think it was the right club for him. But it's very hard to turn down, isn't it, when you're for a job like that? But yeah, going to Stoke, who have um, who have improved a bit, you know, um, since um, Michael O'Neill left. It's a bit up and down um, f- for them um, under under Alex Neil. I haven't seen a huge improvement necessarily, Craig. Um, since they did that. Um, yeah, I could see Tavon Village going there, winning 2-0. Yeah, 100%. Agree. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to League One. Interesting. Um, I, well, I didn't text you. I, my League One predictions last time, Craig, were amazing. Culminating in my prediction that Plymouth will go top of the table, Craig, which is why where we find the mighty uh, guile. Congratulations to Stephen Schumacher there, because we love yeah. Stephen Schumacher, Craig. He's doing a wonderful job. But let's get the fixtures up, so I'm too busy lording over Stephen Schumacher, who all these <laughs> jobs... I'll tell you what, though, Craig, and we, we spoke off pod about this a little bit. I said Stephen Schumacher's work at home park will not be going unnoticed. Well, hold on a second. Didn't I call Plymouth to win last week and you didn't? No, no. I think if you, Craig, I hate for you to have to apologise to me next week. I call, I call Plymouth you, to win. I'm you, sure you, no, you called Ipswich to win. I said Plymouth would go oh, top. Okay. Of the table. I said Plymouth would okay. go top, and you disagreed. Okay. Well, I'll let you apologise to me next week. Okay. Um, on to the first one. Oh, if we, oh this is a brilliant game. I'm, I'm going to sit and listen to Craig debate. How can he pick two teams to lose here? Accrington, <laughs> Accrington hosting Morecambe. Go for it, oh, Craig. Um, and remember, they both can't lose. <laughs> Accrington v Morecambe game of the day nil nil draw. Oh, there we go. Accrington who had yeah um I will come and um, we'll come they had a two back to back wins Cheltenham and uh, Bristol Rovers as well Craig but we'll come to um your friend Mr Barton in a minute but Accrington great streak of form big big crowd will be at the Crown Ground here Morecambe uh, they put up a good see Markham. They are putting up good. One thing about Derek Adams team, they're always going to put up a good fight, aren't they, Craig? And that's all I can ask yeah. at this level. Markham is giving people a game, but not if they do go down, it won't be with a whimper, will it? But I think I can still have too much from here, Craig, and they'll win 2 1. But um, I think it'd be a good atmosphere that one, good local derby. Uh, Bolton Wanderers host Lincoln City at the I think it's the University of Bolton Stadium. Yes. I think I'm correct there. Um, yeah, Bolton going well, Craig. Um, under I can't remember his name. What's the Bolton manager called again, Craig? Uh, former player, former centre half, the Bolton manager. See that again. The Bolt, the Bolton manager. I can't remember the former centre half, isn't he? Ian Ever, Biggie Ian Ever. Ian Ever, yeah, the centre half. Yeah, for, it was a Blackpool, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, getting it together. Brilliant run of form. Charlton three one, Millwall two nil. Um, yeah, I like what Lincoln are doing recently, Craig. But they're not going to hold back Bolton here three nil. Big yeah, crowd but, as well. Yeah, both moving to the top six, didn't they, Graham? My dark horses, um, my dark horses are coming through. Yeah. Um, Lincoln performed really well. Um, have, yeah. Have. Yeah, one, one all draw, Graham. 
Uh, Burton hosting Forest Green. Oh, um, um, yeah, Forest Green losing to Morecambe, moves to Exeter. Burton beat Exeter. I think Burton win this one, Craig. 2 0. Yeah, in, interesting during the week, Graham. And we're going to start seeing this more and more. Um, is sporting directors becoming ah, yeah, transient? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we saw Rich Hughes uh, leave Forest Green after doing not a really to be confused. Job. He wasn't the one at Bournemouth, was he? No, no, no. not to be confused with him. No. So, so Rich Richard Hughes has gone into uh, Portsmouth now mm-hmm. as as their new sporting director. And who was at Portsmouth Green? Did they lose someone or? Just a new position that's been yeah. Listen, they've, they've had people in and out of that position over recent years. Right. Uh, so I don't think this is a direct replacement for someone leaving. I think it's it's you know them creating that position once uh, once mm-hmm. again. Uh, but that means that you know Forest Green from last summer uh, have now lost their manager and their sporting director. Uh, Burton will take advantage. Burton two Forest Green one. Yes, yeah, so our Vince wasn't too too pleased about that. Uh, Cambridge United hosting. Derby County now under Paul Warren. Craig Cambridge United, who currently have their boss Matt Bonner in charge, but hey, uh, he, he's done a wonderful job with Cambridge. You remember yeah, it, hats off to him. He really has. Um, one last time, but I do think this the speculation around Matt Bonner's future will impact on Cambridge a little bit here. You know, they'll be anxious about losing him. Paul Warren will have this Derby team set up. Clever appointment that that you know I'm not yep. saying Paul Warren will lead them to the Premier League, but he'll lead, I think he will lead Derby out of League One at some point, whether this season or the next. I think he will probably next season. Yeah, um, two one Derby. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go Cambridge. I say Cambridge are going to win this two one. Good job. Might get might get an extra few quid out of his move to Rotherham if he does. Uh, Charlton it's in Oxford. Big game this one, Craig. Oxford Charlton who- struggling, eh, Graham? Well, look at Oxford as well. But yeah, Charlton, you know, with Ben Garner coming in, that was always a risk Craig point in Ben Garner from Swindon. I think he's doing okay. Oxford are still, you know, faltering massively. I think I think yeah. they're in your... Oxford are in well, 19th, Craig. They're yeah, in your playoff selections. I think it might yeah. be in mine as well, to be honest. Um, they, do, again, they do notoriously start poorly, Graham, and pick up. Another manager under pressure, though, Craig, this one. Um, I, I'm going to say 2-1 Charlton because I've got no confidence in Oxford at the minute. Yeah, I've got no comments on either of them. One all draw. Yeah. Uh, Cheltenham, um, coming into this game, they are hosting Shrewsbury Town. Now, Cheltenham are finding a little bit of form, Craig. They lost Hackington, but they're, they're proving hard to beat. They're doing well. Um, tough on this one, Craig. I'm going to say Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury is starting to actually, you, you picked them at the start of the season, Craig, yeah. and I jumped on the bandwagon. Decent win. I'm going to say one all. I'm going to say one all two, Graham. I've got no no faith in Cheltenham getting the win or Shrewsbury getting the win. One all draw. Now Exeter City hosting Bristol Rovers. Bit of a derby this one. Bristol to Devon, not too far in terms of, you know, in terms of where Bristol and Exeter have to travel. Craig, wow, talk about pressure, Craig. There is some pressure on your mate, Mister Barton, at Bristol Rovers. And fair play to the Bristol Rovers management, Craig. They haven't pulled the trigger, but. Losing 6-3 to Lincoln at home. That's crazy. Yeah. And then losing to Accrington at home, Craig. I, 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 I'll be honest, Craig, I'm amazed. He's, uh, that I don't want anyone to lose to jobs, but losing to Lincoln Accrington at home, wow. For one of the promotions. Well, they were amongst the fancy teams, Craig. They've got a decent budget. But so Bristol was the fourth and bottom. They are at Exeter. Oh, uh, Exeter Giovanni Brown is one of the best players in the division this season. 
Um, I'm going Exeter, Craig. The good win at yeah. Forest Green, full of confidence. And, and and you know what, Craig? When when a small club, isn't it? When a small club like Exeter, and I'm not slagging Exeter off, Bristol Rose are a big club. And Exeter have only just come up. Yeah. Exeter might be a bigger club in the future, not at the minute. But when they know managers under pressure, and all the, the fans will be singing, getting sacked in the morning from the first whistle water, that's what they'll be singing yeah. to Joey. Uh, and the players will be up for it, you know, trying to get better with him. And I think Exeter do, Craig. I think it'll be 2 1. I think Exeter will um, beat the Bristol Rovers. Who are for them to be fourth from bottom after 10 games, Craig? It's just, you know, I just I couldn't see that coming a mile off. I couldn't see it. Now, Matt, Matt Taylor, the exit manager, another one linked with Rotherham United, Graham. Um, ah, okay, yeah. So that, that again, that makes sense. He's done a great job there. I think Exeter win this too, Graham. Um, they had that 4 0 win against Forest Green last time out, uh, 2 0 to Exeter. Wow. Um, oh, yeah, so. Joey's, you have to just get results from somewhere, Craig, doesn't he, soon? Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on to his former club. Lovely little segue, yeah, Craig. Lovely little segue. To Fleetwood, who are hosting Peterborough United. Craig, uh, Darren McCantley's confirmed. Uh, I, did, I read that on social media. He's confirmed on his podcast that he's leaving the club at the end of the season. Did really? I read that right? Yeah, really? have not seen that? Yeah. Oh. Um, Darren, one of your best mates, isn't he? In football, great. Did you not see that? Yeah, I think he confirmed via his Twitter that he's moving. Obviously, he's sold part of the club already, hadn't he? He has, yeah. Um, he's sold the majority of the club in reality. Yeah, so I think he's. I think he said that he's moving on. Um, um, will not be affected by chairman. His, his wish to leave at, at the end of the current season. So I'm just double, I'm just double checking. I wasn't committing slander there. What's like a someone else but yeah he has confirmed he's looking to leave at the end of the season but on Graham, the pitch Graham I've got to say to you this is the same Darren McCantney who a couple of years ago said if his team weren't promoted or were relegated he would uh, no longer be chairman right mm. uh, he, he didn't achieve that and then he said I'm no longer the chairman I'm I'm rebranding myself as the club president <laughs> oh, okay, okay. so so yeah he has got history and some of the things on his podcast as well Graham are a little bit um um, not tongue in cheek, but a little bit uh, for sure. So, shall we? Uh, shall yeah, we... yeah, um, yeah. So there, Milton Keynes are hosting Peterborough, who again a team who are yeah they are in eighth place, Craig. Not a million miles from place, but they're way, way, way off what they should be and where they expected to be, Craig. Really, yeah. Um, they thought they'd be outscoring teams. Nineteenth in the form table, Craig. They've uh, they the won at Pompey. They'll beat Port Vale, but then they lost the previous four before that. Milton yeah. Keynes start to find a bit of form. Lovely footballing team. Um, draw written all over this one, Craig. One all. Uh, been really disappointed with the MK Dons, uh, Graham, um, and because of that, I want to say Peterborough going to going to get the win here. Um, that three 0 win against uh, Port Vale. Uh, Jackson Clark Harris with the the goals. Uh, sorry, Johnson Clark Harris. Excuse me with the goals. Uh, I think he'll. I think he'll be finished top goal scorer in the league. Who? Oh, you think? Yeah, I do. It hasn't quite hit the. But there's a oh. long way. There's to be so many games. This division, it, at, 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 at this level, so Graham, he, he yeah. can get twenty five to thirty goals. Two um, one Peterborough. On to Port Vale, entertaining Sheffield Wednesday. Just two points off the top. The yeah, um, going well, obviously. Um, going to Port Vale, who we're doing what they need to do. Don't they need to stabilise this season, get yep. themselves um, back up. They're doing a good job. I think Port Vale might hold them here, Craig. One all. Two one Sheffield Wednesday. Graham, I think they have far too much for them, and and Barry Bannon, you know, is pulling all the strings, and as he should do uh, in this in this division in the Sheffield Wednesday team. 
Wickham, who um, had a little bit of renaissance, um, but then they've lost the last two, Greg, yeah. against Plymouth, uh, undoubtedly the best team in this division. Um, you've got to go on the league table, doesn't like Greg. Plymouth 2 0. Plymouth 2 1. Really disappointed with Wickham, Greg. Really, yeah. really disappointed. Um, they look a mile off it. Yeah, to try, I, 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 I do wonder if they're missing like, just, just a figurehead of someone like Anthony Stewart, Craig, who, although not a star to the people, was a major part of that team. I do wonder yeah. whether they're missing his influence a little bit back there. Um, but yeah, um, Gareth Ains, well, they've got to give him a chance to put it right, don't they? Yes. Um, on to Mansfield, um, entertaining Hartlepool United, Craig, um, under Keith Curl now. On Friday, under the lights. I'm not sure Mansfield would be happy about playing under the lights, Craig, because they've made that decision, haven't they, to uh, move some of their turn games the lights forward. Off. <laughs> yeah. uh, turn the lights on a bit early, etc. It's, exper- yeah. it's an experiment worth doing, isn't it, Craig? Yeah. If they can pay less, but you imagine they'll lose out on the crowd. But who knows? You, we won't know until they do that experiment. Yeah. But this Friday night, Mansfield hosting Hartlepool under Keith Curl. Um, three. No, because Keith Curl's gone in. I'll say 2 0 Mansfield. Yeah, two one Mansfield. I'm going for Grim, and that'll shoot them into the into the automatic places, if yeah. not just for for one night, Craig. Um, on to the three o'clocks. We start with AFC Wimbledon hosting Colchester United. Um, Wimbledon, yeah, a bit of an upturn in form, Craig. They were they were struggling at one point massively, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but the the they, they captured some form. I, I'll correct myself completely. Got yeah. a draw against Bradford yeah, last week. Bradford, yeah, which was a great draw. I thought it was four wins. But hey, that but is, one game. Brad, Bradford so. scored in the 95th minute or something and equalised. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Colchester, who lost to Rochdale. I did say, I did, I said Rochdale might get something there. And you did. did. Um, I worry about Colchester. I really do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think AFC Wimbledon, they need to get fine form at Plough Lane. I think they might edge this one 2 1. 2-0 Wimbledon, I think, uh, that, that draw, Bradford will do them the world of good. Carlisle taking on Crew, Craig Carlisle. Yeah, edge of the playoffs, doing really well. Crew dipped off a little bit recently, haven't they? Yeah. Um, lost to Mansfield last time out. Yeah, they were looking at and um And Carlisle got that great win at Grimsby, which um, I predicted you didn't. Um, yeah. Carlisle going to win this, Craig. Um, 2-0. Two one Carlisle. Uh, Paul Simpson doing a brilliant job there. Wow, well, that's got to be a banker. If you're taking Carlisle at home, that's got to be a banker for everyone. Listen, he, he actually—I read some quotes from Simo today that made me made me smile. He said the the foundations are now in place. They need some bricks and cement. I thought that is he, he wants some players in January, doesn't he? So fair play, Simo. Two uh, one Carlisle. And you think Carlisle, um, I, I haven't seen any of their crowd, but they do get good crowds up there as well, Craig. So you would think they'll yeah, they have a little bit of a budget to uh, to do something there if we're going to back the manager. Um, yeah, they get five, five, between five and six thousand, I would think, Graham. The you know the, the issue they have when it when it gets to winter time, it is one cold stadium, and when when they get bad weather, we know that the the area is subject to flooding, particularly the stadium. Yeah, just on back on the five thousand. Yeah, averaging around the five thousand max. So yeah, um, at this level, that does help you sometimes get a decent budget, in there, doesn't it, Craig? But yeah, they have to pay, as we spoke with Barrow or Carl, they'll have to pay that little bit extra for some players, Craig, travelling expenses, etc., yeah. relocation. Um, yeah. on to Crawley versus Stevenage. Crawley, who, yeah, they're not in good shape at the minute, Craig. But I do expect them to spend heavily in January as well. This is a fan. The Bitcoin is it Bitcoin related? Yeah. Um, Graham, listen, I'll tell you what they're gonna do, right? I, and I'll probably blow your mind with what I'm going to tell you now, um, oh. but I believe it is happening. They, they're 
are going to sign at least one YouTuber to play football for the football club. Uh, do you know what, Craig? My heart sank there because, you know what, I fully believe you. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, this is a team right there. And, and Kukoi did give uh, they did give a game to in the league, in the FA Cup for Mark. What's his second name, Mark? But he was a former footballer, do you remember? From- Mark Wright. Mark Wright, yeah, but he, he came from a footballing background. So He did. No, I just, um, I, 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 I think there's a... There's an American YouTuber, a guy called Noah Beck, um, who... Look at, Craig, bad... look at Craig, I'll be all modern, I like it. Mate, he's, he's, he's actually not a, not a bad player. He played in Soccer Aid. He played in Soccer right. uh, He was the best player in Soccer Aid. I, I, I looked him up after that and he did come, I think he came through the LA Galaxy Academy. Ah, right, so he's got a bit of pedigree. He's, he's, he's got a bit of pedigree, but I think what they're going to do, Graham, is sign him. Uh, he will be involved in, in the FA Cup, so you've called that again. And they're projecting to sell at least a million pounds worth of merchandise uh, around Norbeck. Wow. Okay. Because obviously the side and they've spent money. Um, Crawley. You know, um, Dom Telford went there, turned down League One clubs. Yeah. Um. So that that I I I don't worry for Crawley in terms of going down because I think they'll spend so much money in January, Craig. That I think they'll buy the way to safety personally. Yeah. Um. No, no, like- no Beck, by the way, Grimms. Look there has nine million. Instagram followers. Almost as many as you, Craig. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Noah Beck or their Bitcoin or any money will do them anything this weekend, Craig, because <laughs> I think Steve Evans will take his Steve and his team there and get a... I don't think it'll be easy because I think Kevin Betty's trying to play football. He's trying to... It's tough at this level to really get your ideas across sometimes, isn't it? But I think yeah. Steve needs to get a 2-0 win here. Yeah. I, I, again, I think Steve Nidge win this game comfortably 3-0. Uh, but just just on, on, on the Crawley thing... Graham and the the ownership and the model and and and, and where they're going. Arsene Wenger predicted some time back, um, and I know so I, I wrote about this in an innovation assignment I did in in my master's program, and he he suggested at some point in the future that fans would vote on substitutions, uh, mm-hmm. which players coming on, which players coming off, and the timing of that. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think we're far away from a club being completely final on via tokens electronically online where people uh, across the world are paying £10 a month to run a football club and if you get a, a million, two million, three million people doing that it's it's a considerable amount of money um, and they'll be not just making substitutions they'll be deciding on the head coach deciding on which players come in and out who they're signing it'll all be done via a voting system online there will be a team and I think it will be an English football and it'll probably in the non-league that goes for that uh, that process and, well, and squad- probably out a million miles away and not, they're not- hey, nothing against and if a club does do that nothing against you but I hope you get relegated straight away Gillingham <laughs> um, and I hope I hope they don't like I hope I hope they don't take what, do you know what I mean? if you do that if you do that take over club has gone bankrupt they don't have a fan base but I hope they yeah. don't take away from someone else but there's opportunities out there um on to Gillingham versus Sutton United, Craig Gillingham, who, yeah, as we know, are going to be down there all season. Uh, they're yeah. doing okay. They're getting some draws, but need to turn those draws into wins. I don't think they'll do it this weekend. I think Salford will, Sutton, sorry, will, or will they? Do you know what? I'm going to shock you. I think Gillingham might get their first win here, Craig. Um, Sorry, the second win of the season. I think they might edge it 2-1. I'm going Sutton all day long. Uh, Gillingham won Sutton too. Oh, back on the Sutton bandwagon. I am. I am. I'm uh, gonna, listen, the next, the next game, I'm totally jumping on the bandwagon, by the way. 
Oh, right. Um, yeah. Well, it's the Yorkshire Derby. Um, Harrogate taking on Bradford City. Um, Bradford, who was surprisingly held uh, by Wimbledon at home, Craig. Um, they're on form still, though, um, against the Harrogate team, who um, showed no form whatsoever, Craig. You know, um, good job yeah. of manager. It knows the owner so well in some <laughs> regards. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, 4-1 Bradford. 2-0, Bradford, I'm going for, Graham. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, Bradford will be packing that stadium out. Oh, they will. A lot of Bradford fans. They'll, they'll, they'll be... They'll have sold out that away and in, in a matter of minutes, quick quicker than uh, the Arctic Monkeys have sold out their, their UK tour this morning. Um, yeah, Brad, Bradford will have sold that out, Graham, and, and they're looking really strong. Uh, and again, I guess it's a testament to the character last week where... It was like a 95th minute equaliser in that game against Wimbledon to mm. take a point in front of almost 18,000, uh, 2-0 to Bradford. Yeah, Bradford, though, they have dropped 10 points behind my tip for promotion, yep. um, Leighton Orient. Yeah, flying. Oh, uh, wow. Um, this uh, season's Forest Green, as you suggested. Yeah, we, did, we said that, didn't we? Yeah, um, we did. Yeah, you did. They've only conceded four goals, Craig. So, as you know, uh, and I, I do, I help out with the PFA manager in a month with 90 men. And, and actually, you know, somehow I try to find the late night play. They spread the goals out without the team and the assists, Craig. They're real team performances yeah. here. There isn't one player there on, on 10, 12 goals. It's really, str- I, I, I know I need to get a, a late night player in there, but I do struggle because they do spread Do, 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 do you know, know one of my favorite players at Orient is? And, 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 um, he's a, he's a player I spoke to a few years ago. So it's, a, it's a guy called Danny Hap. So I spoke with Danny when, when Orient were in, in the conference. Right, mm-hmm. um, and the reason I spoke to him was there were a number of Premier League clubs that were interested in taking him when he was like 19, 20 years of age. He's a left-sided central defender, and he has had opportunities to leave Leighton Orient for much bigger clubs, uh, clubs where he'd be paid a lot more money. And he he, he has stuck with Orient through thick and thin. Um, I think he's around twenty-three now, um, Danny. Maybe maybe twenty-two. But he, he is he's he is a really really talented football player. But sometimes I, I really hope they get promoted for him, um, and that he plays all the games this season. Because sometimes sticking where you are can actually bring you the benefits that you need. Yeah, um, and for me, little doubt they continue their unbeaten start to the season, Craig, um, and they'll beat Newport two 0 yeah, I'm I'm going four 0 to to Orient. Rochdale entertaining Doncaster Rovers now. Rochdale Jim Bell, he, he's he's making Rochdale hard to beat at the minute. Craig, yeah. he, he's giving them a chance. Um, I tipped them last week. Um, Doncaster who up and down a bit, you know. Doncaster the form they've they've got a very capable squad. We know that Craig George Miller four yeah. one win over Crawley. Didn't see that coming last no, week particularly, but um, I'm going to say. One all here. I don't think Doncaster will break Rochdale down as easy as they did Crawley last week. So one all for me. One nil to Doncaster, mate. I'm going for Salford taking on Grimsby at the Peninsula Stadium. Salford up there. Um, Great win last week with that, that late winner for, for at, at, away at Sutton, wasn't it? Yeah, and they had a struggle, they struggled against Tranmere the week before. A bit up and down. Um, safe better playoffs to look at the minute against the Grimsby team. We were putting up a good fist of it, but lost to Carlisle. Um, I think Grimsby could get a point here, Craig. I'm going to say two all. Salford at home. Uh, I saw them lose tonight a couple of weeks ago against Tranmere. Now, I'm going to say they're going to win this game. 2 0 Salford. Uh, on to uh, 
Uh, Stoppart taking on Walsall. Wow, two majors under pressure here. Mickey Finn, yeah. who'd have thought he'd, uh, he'd be under pressure? He must be so infuriated, Craig, they're getting so close to some of his teams, you know. 2-1 uh, Bradford, 1-0 Lytton, 1-0 yeah. Tramia. You, you can see, you know, if you only lose 1-0 Lytton, if, if a team in this division only loses 1-0 Orient, it means they're a decent team still. Yeah. So there's, there's something there. Um, Stoppart, tricky trip. Um, they're not where they should be either, or where they think they should be. Um, I'm probably edged towards Stockport being at home. I've got no, I'm going to give Walsall the benefit of doubt. I get a shock 2 1 win here. I think Mickelson's going to get it right. I just think both both teams massively underachieving, and because mm. of that, a, a one all draw. Being hugely disappointed with Stockport in terms of the resources that they've got available to them, Graham, they're, they're not making the most of that one all draw. Yeah, with the fans base they've got coming in. Yeah, and, yeah massively. Uh, Swindon entertaining Northampton Town. Northampton, wow, what a job has been done. Sam Hoskins, Craig, my favourite player in this division. What a return he's got, Craig. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll surely be looking to keep hold of him, Craig. He's the first player double figures in the FL. He's doing it from midfield, Craig. Spectacular performance. 11 goals he's got now in seven that's games, class. Craig. Yeah, that's um, class. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, Northampton win here. So Sam Haskins on the score sheet against Swindon. 2-0 Northampton. Yeah, 2-1 two, two, Northampton for me, Graham. Tranmere Barrow now. Tranmere um, recovering well, Craig. Beat Walsall and Salford really to come, come back to things. Uh, Barrow, who lost to Leighton Orient last week. Hey, who doesn't? And yeah. the, the only teams they've lost to is Northampton and Leighton Orient. And then they've beaten everyone else. Yeah. Um, Barrow, Tranmere... <sighs> Tough one, tough one, Craig. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna say one all. Because I think Barrow, um, after ten games in fourth, it's not a fluke, is it? So I'm gonna say one. No, no. Tramia don't score a lot of goals, and because of that, I'm gonna suggest it's gonna be a one all draw. Uh, Tramia one, Barrow one. But if anyone's gonna win it, Graham, it'll be Barrow two one. But I'm gonna suggest it's like, it will be a one all draw. That's us today, Craig. Obviously, couldn't we give a quick mention out? Obviously, we spoke pre-match pod. A mutual friend of ours, Barry Silkman, had a heart attack, unfortunately, last week after playing football. Silky, one of the fig- big figures in the game, Craig. If he ever writes a biography, it'll be worth a read. Um, lovable character. We know him well. Um, friend of ours. Yeah, but get well soon, Silky. I know he's texting. He's not up and about. So um, if you do know Silky, um, we pass on our best thoughts to him and his family. Yeah, get well soon, Silky, pal. Cheers, guys. Have a great footballing weekend. Have a great weekend, guys. Have a great, great weekend, Graham. And enjoy that Manchester derby. I'll try, mate. I'll try. You try and, you try and cheer on Middlesbrough to three points, will you? I'll do my best.